Today's episode, A Listening Year. We're looking for our next caller. The lines are open. And our next caller, on line three, we have Meryl. Meryl calling from Guelph, Ontario. Welcome to the show, Meryl. Hi. Hi. What can we do for you this evening? Um, well, I, I have a problem. Well, that's what I'm here for, Meryl. Go ahead and, uh, and share it with us. And, and how old are you, Meryl? I'm 18. 18 years old. Okay, go ahead. Um, I, I'm in college, and I have this blog, you know, mm-hmm. that, I, that I write in about my life and my friends and whatever. Now, when you, when you say blog, you're talking about an on-the-internet diary. Yes, yes, on the internet blog, uh-huh. yes. Mm-hmm. And, and who is this blog for? It, it's mostly for my friends, mm-hmm. you know, we, it's kind of how we keep in touch with each other, but right. I, I can get statistics on, you know, who's reading it, mm-hmm. and, you know, more than just my friends reading it, you know, complete strangers read it too. And it didn't bother me at all that, that these, you know, complete strangers were reading it because, you know, I, they didn't know who I was and I didn't know them. And, you know, it didn't mean anything if they knew about something that was personal because they don't know me. Like, they, you know, it, there's no consequence to them knowing the stuff about me. And actually, it was kind of cool. Like, it, it really made me happy that other people were interested in my life, that, like, maybe I, I'm an interesting, you know, funny person, that they, they enjoy reading it. But... Recently, I discovered that I think my dad is reading it, and and I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that because it, it I don't like that he's reading it. Well, what makes you think that he's reading it? Well, he dropped a little hint the other day about me being on the internet, and he said something that he only could have heard about in my blog. What was this? Well. I had been talking in my blog about my English teacher. You know, I, I had this, like, insane crush on him, and he mentioned something about my English teacher. Your father says this. My father says this. And I had never mentioned my English teacher to him, ever. So how would he know? I see. Yeah, he, there's no way he would know. Like, I, I don't tell, I didn't tell him about my English teacher, mm-hmm. that I had a huge crush on mm. him. There's no way, unless he's been reading my blog. I see. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. I mean, what are some of the things in, 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 in your blog that you most definitely would not want your, your dad reading? Well, yeah, there, there are like a couple that are like just kind of awkward, and there's one that's like a really big deal. <laughs> you know, I, I, I date guys, but like occasionally I'll get these like little crushes on girls. You know, I'd mentioned on there before about how I'd get, like, you know, little crushes on different girls or how I'd, you know, like certain movie stars a lot. You know, but it wasn't really a big deal because it was just sort of these little, like, fleeting, you know, not really serious ideas. And I guess sort of now that's changed. Well, how do you mean? Well, it... it I mean, like, I... I, I met this... <laughs> I... I met a girl um, a little while ago, and mm-hmm. and it was more than just, you know, I liked her a little bit or, or I thought I had a little crush on her. Like, I really, it, it felt really serious, and, like, I, I, you know, I think I love her. And, you know, it, it, it's this crazy feeling. Like, I, I've never felt like this ever before, you know, about anybody, much less, you know, like a, a girl. And... You know, I, I want to tell people, and I, and I you know, I, I like to post about things like this that are that are important to me, that are like, a, you know, 
a big deal, but I, I don't feel like I can. Because of your dad? Yeah. He's, you know, religious, he's Catholic, he goes to church every week, you know, and, and I've heard him, you know, every so often kind of make comments about, you know, gay people, like, you know, when gay marriage is in the news, and, you know, he, he definitely doesn't approve of anything of that sort, and, you know, it's always kind of, you know, made me a little mad, but, like, I never bring it up, because then he'll just be like, well, are you gay? And then I don't want to have to, you know, say, like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, it would just... I think it would really bother him. I think he would be really upset. I think he'd be kind of mad and, and kind of feel like he'd be disappointed, maybe. You're afraid of disappointing him? Yeah. And, and at the same time, I, <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe maybe this would help change his mind a little. Like, you know, that that's one of the reasons why I, I do want to post it is that he would see well like you know not all gay people are bad like my you know i love my daughter and if she's gay then that's how it is and that maybe it would help him to see things differently so i i mean i just don't what do i do should i should i post about this and you know just kind of put it out there knowing knowing that your that your father is going to read it and right i mean because it's a big deal mm. i it, it's you know, it, it pretty much would affect the rest of my life. I I just don't know what the right thing to do is. Yeah, that, that really, you know, you're, I guess that's really, you find yourself in quite a pickle. Right, I mean, but so, so can you help? I mean, do you have any advice? Um, do you, and, and uh, I'm sorry, Meryl, how, how old did you say you were again? Uh, 18. 18, yeah. I'm thinking back to when I was 18. We, um, we, you know, we didn't have computers. Right, right. Um, I wouldn't have even been able to get into such a jam. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe my father would have, you know, picked the lock on my diary. You know, I mean, if my diary had a lock and right, which it, I didn't actually, I didn't have a diary, and and oh. and also, I mean, I don't think my father probably would have, you know probably cared enough actually to break the lock on my diary and mm -hmm. read it um, um, so these are definitely much more complicated times that we live in okay uh, technologically right you know with the uh, with the internet and and blogging and um, mm -hmm. and um, well, you know, I, I mean, what, uh, what, well, I guess, what, what I would encourage you to do is to, I guess, listen to your heart. But I mean, that's the problem. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what it's saying. I, I, you know, I, I, I just thought I, the only decision I could really come to is just maybe to, maybe just to put it all out there, mm. and you know, just as, as a statement, saying, you know, I'm. I'm not ashamed of this. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. I, I really, you know, I'm not going to censor the expression of my joy. Hmm. You know, just because I don't think that my dad's going to, you know, take part in that. I'm not, you know, he's not going to get any special dispensation. He's not going to get any special treatment. He's not going to make me change, hmm. you know, the way I am or the way I write or what I want to talk about. Hmm. If I want to tell people that you know I'm I'm in love with this girl, then he's not going to stop me. Mm -hmm. You know, it 
it's it's his decision to read this. So if he's going to make that decision to read it, then hmm. I'm making this decision to put it all out there. I mean, you know, isn't that part of growing up where you start making these decisions for yourself and you take responsibility for the decisions you make? I, I yes, that I think that's true. Right. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that I was able to be of some assistance to you, Meryl. Yeah, yeah, you know, thanks, thanks. Well, you're very welcome, Meryl. And our lines are open. Our next caller through, we have Mary Claude calling from Victoria, B.C. Mary Claude, you're on the line. Hi. Hi there. What can I do you for this evening? Well, I have really a problem. It's petty, but it just it drives me crazy. It's about my brother. Listen, there's no problem that's undeserving of my careful attention. Okay. And counsel. Well. Go ahead. Well, my problem's my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a great guy. We get along really well, but he has a lot of financial problems. Mm. Can't seem to keep a job. In and out of work, he's always quitting. He has some problem with his boss, and uh, I like to help him out. He needs. He often asks to borrow the car. Mm-hmm. I, I'm happy to do it. You know, I want to help him out, but um, he never puts gas in the car. And when he returns the car, it's on empty. And on top of it, he insists on smoking in my car, even though he knows I hate the smell of smoke. Mm, I, that that can be infuriating. You know, I have a friend who I, who lives nearby, and I often give a ride to work. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, uh, during the drive, like he'll just he'll pull out a cigarette while he's talking, and and you know, reach for the lighter on the dashboard and just uh, start smoking with the windows up because you know exactly. it's winter. And and I just never know what to say because oftentimes he's, you know, I mean I'm you know sort of uh, known as a shoulder to lean on, and so you know people tend to unburden themselves right. of their problems and this is what happens on on the ride right. to work he just starts talking about a lot of very heavy things going on in his life and i i hesitate to interrupt him you know because he's smoking and um right. and that's a thing that always makes me so uncomfortable you know i don't i i don't i don't dare say anything because i don't want right. to interrupt him while he's pouring out his heart it would seem somehow mm-hmm. insensitive you know so i just never know what to say to him right yeah that's that's it you know, and I feel taken yeah. advantage of. Like here I, I, I know am. exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. There, you I'm know, here you are. In I'm car. in the car with this guy. Yeah, and you're giving him. You know, I'm giving him a lift to work. It's like, well, I, and, I feel, um, you know, in my situation, it's a question of, mm. of respect, and and that's precisely how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, it's nice enough of me to give this guy right. a right to work, right? I don't have to do it, and I don't ask for anything in return. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, I mean, the least he could do is just right. um, not, you know, not smoke or at well, least ask uh, me, and, and I don't yeah, know what to say. Yeah, that's what I know? tried with, with my brother, you know? I no, tried. I don't think that's too much to ask. I mean, and, and you know, so I'm... Right. Well, have you tried cranking your window open, like wide open on the drive-in? That's not a bad idea. That might help. It was. It would sort of send him a signal that I'm not. I'm not cool with the uh, with the smoke. Right. That's not bad. Yeah. Though so I I don't you know I, I don't even know if you know if this guy would necessarily pick up on that. Yeah. You know I mean like he he will just he will just go on and on with right. his problems and it makes it very difficult to well, interrupt him you know to say anything. Why don't you get into like a coughing fit? Really start coughing and hacking and. 
making it obvious you're having a hard time breathing because of the smoke. You could try that. Oh, that's not bad. That might work, you know? Or you, you mentioned he lights up. Why don't you take the cigarette lighter out of your car? And then when he reaches for the lighter, it won't be there. You are good. You are good, Mary Claude. That might work, you know? That is nice. Well, um... Well, that's great. Um, well, thank you for calling, and I, I hope that that helps you out a little bit. What about my situation with my brother? Well, Mary Claude, I, I only have so much time for, for each of our callers, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to move on to our next I helped show. you out. I listened to your problems. Now, aren't you supposed to listen to me? Well, I mean, let's, you know, let's take a look at, let's take a look at what, we've, what we've figured out in my situation. And, and, I'm tired and I want of you to talking tell me. about you. I want to talk about my brother. It's, it's not really about me, Mary Claude. I wasn't calling to give you advice. Don't blow me off. You're supposed to be giving me advice. Well, haven't I, though, Mary? Not at all. All you did was talk about yourself and your friend and your drive to work. Well, sometimes we learn from example. No, I, actually, I haven't learned anything. I was on hold for ten minutes. Well, thank you for calling, Mary Claude. Wait, don't hang up. And our lines are open, and we await your call. Our next caller up, we have a caller, we have Tommy from Montreal, Quebec. Tommy, what can I do for you this evening? Well, my mother is uh, uh, you know, 80, 82 or 80, 83, mm -hmm. and uh, my father's dad, she, she lives alone, and uh, she's starting to you know, to lose it a little bit. She's she's uh, pretty much not not. Uh, she shouldn't be alone. I can't afford to hire anybody to to stay with her, and it, it only really makes sense that uh, I either move in with her or I bring her to stay with me, right? Um, but I I don't know if that's a really good idea, and I, I, that's what I'm calling about. So you're you're um. I mean, where are you in the decision making process? Are you have you looked into uh, homes for your mother? The kind of homes that somebody like me could afford, you might as well just throw them in the garbage. You might as well just take the person uh, and wheel them out to the balcony and throw them over the side into the garbage bin, the kind of homes that I can afford. So I don't really see it as an option. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I imagine that this is, this is not an easy thing for you to... Um to be grappling with. Well, if it was easy, why would I be calling you? Right. She's the only person that ever took any of my stupid ideas seriously. They didn't listen to me that uh, that something I did mattered. She's the only one that made me feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, she's my best friend when I was a kid. There wasn't there wasn't really anybody else that I could trust. Uh, 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 consistently. Let me give you an example. Okay. At school, they called me boobs. So I had uh, I had man boobs. What they call man boobs. You know what those are? This is from from you know be, being overweight, I guess. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't know what to do about it, and uh, I, I just couldn't get it 
together to, to lose the weight or to do something. So I came up with this idea. I don't know where I got this idea, but I came up with this idea that if you take a piece of peel, a stretchy cloth, you know when somebody gets hurt, they put gauze, right? Uh-huh. If I could find a big enough piece of that and I can uh, wrap it around my chest, somehow squeeze the boobs back. Then uh, that would be would be over. You mean the the uh, the, the harassment, the name calling? That's right. So I thought about about how to do this. I, I had no idea how to do it. I I could go look for stuff, uh, but I knew my mother knew how to make things. Mm-hmm. She made clothes. She knew how to do things like that. So I went to her and I explained it, and uh, she she was a. Uh, uh, really really shocked and and uh, worried for me she, she thought oh my, what's wrong with this nothing wrong with you you don't have to do something like there's nothing wrong with you i knew she was just trying to help me out to be nice or maybe she couldn't even see it but there was something wrong with me so i'm 13 years old and i had to convince her that this is real and that she has to see things my way and she saw the kind of pain that I was in, and at the end, that's what got her. She came over because she loved me. She wanted me to stop hurting, and so she she realized that's it. You know, I have to do this. And she uh, she did it. She made it. Every morning, I get up, do the morning thing, and then I go into this room with her, and uh, we put this thing on. And eventually, I stopped getting called uh, boobs. <laughs> There's only one person that can see you like that and still love you. So that's why I can't throw her in the garbage, put her in a nursing home. So then, Tommy, I mean, it seems like your your mind is made up. It seems like your decision is made. Is that so? Possibly. I mean, what is the choice that you can live with? It sounds like you wouldn't be able to live without making the decision to move in with her. I couldn't live with that, and I couldn't live with it. So, I mean, what's it going to be? I don't think that's a decision that anyone can make for you. I'm not asking you to tell me what to do. Well, what are you asking me? I'm asking you to say something intelligent about the situation that I'm talking about. Well, I mean, you know, Tommy, I think... You know, I mean, what you, I mean, what you're talking about is, um, well, I, I think, Tommy, you sound like a pretty even-headed, you know, young man, and yeah, I'm, I sound I'm sure, even-headed. Well, and I'm sure you're, you know, you're equipped to make. You're telling me I sound even-headed. I'm freaking out. I'm going out of my mind, and you're well, telling me I sound okay. What are you trying to wrap this up nicely for your audience? Well, sometimes oh, it's I've, just... I've helped this guy out. He sounds okay now. Well, you know, t- t- uh, you know, Tommy. While I'm not a therapist, I think you know. Sometimes it's it's just helpful. I don't care to... if you don't have a piece of paper, you didn't go to medical school. You got to have some kind of insight to give people something. Well, you know, Tommy. While I'm not a therapist, it does sound like Why you might. Why do you keep saying might... that? Why do you keep saying the same thing? You already said that once. I think I heard you. Everybody heard you. Well, you know, Tommy. What do you have uh... to say besides I'm not a therapist? I'm not a therapist. What are you then? Well, I'm just you know I'm I'm just a listening ear. That's all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, why is that funny? 
You're listening. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm a shoulder to lean on. A shoulder to lean on and a listening ear. That's right. You know, listen to your heart. And um, I can't believe I wasted my time doing this. I can't believe I actually called you. I feel like such an idiot. Well, you know, Tommy, I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think you know. I, I, I stop it. Just, just don't. Just shut up. Hello, Tommy. And our lines are open. calls to come in. Feel free to pick up the telephone and give us a call. I'll, I'll do my best to help you with whatever whatever problems you have. Oh, and we have, here we go, we have Joshua calling from Mile End, Montreal. Joshua, you're on the line. Hey, what's up, John? Josh? Yeah, yeah, what's up? W w Josh, I'm, what's up is I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm on the radio. I'm doing a call-in show right now. How did you get through? That's that's very cool. Well, well, hold on. Well, what station you want? I'll turn. I'll, I'll listen. I'm on the station that I'm always on. Uh, what is that? I never really listen. So is that that's the that's the CTV? That, that's a television station. Oh, I, uh, you're on uh, AM or FM? Josh, this isn't a good time right now. Okay, AM I'm, or FM? Josh, I'd like I'm, to hear what you're saying. Josh, I'm working right now. Okay, we can have this conversation later. So will you go ahead and work? I'll listen to you on the radio. What is it? All right, hang on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip on the radio here. Okay. Uh, all right, you're not gonna tell me. So I'm just scrolling. No. Jo Josh. No, that's not you. Listen, Josh, please, this is re I mean, it's completely inappropriate right now. Yeah, see, there we go. Here you are. I got you. I got you now. Hey, you are on the radio. Oh, we're on the, you're on the radio right now. Yeah, you're, you're, we're, we're, yes, we're both on the radio right now. Can you turn wow. down the radio? It's very meta, man. Uh, no, not really. I, I kind of enjoy having the radio on. I'm, I'm, I'm it's very disturbing. People can't listen. I'm trying to cook. It's a very Josh, people, I'm hearing my own feedback. No, please. No, one, John, no one's listening. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody cares. All right, listen, Josh, if you want, please at, at least turn off the radio, okay? Just turn off the radio. All right, all right. If it's going to make you, you yes, know, yes, calm down yes, yes, it will. Thank you. Fine, fine, all right, all right. Okay. Fine, fine. All right, it's off. Now can we talk? Have a normal conversation, please? Josh, it isn't off. I still, I'm still getting feedback from you. You have not turned off. You're lying to me. You're shy. You don't want me to hear it, and I, I don't understand why you're excluding me. What's your problem? Josh, turn off the radio. Fine, fine, anything. I'll just, just shut you up. Fine, fine. Off. Okay. Click. Boom, zing. Thank you. You're welcome. You you could stay on the line with me if you have a problem that you would like to share with me and my listeners. Oh, okay. I can stay on the air if I have a problem. Yes, eh? it's it's that's what that's what the show is about. It's about helping. I'm helping people with their problems. Oh, you pony up a problem, and you get to stay. Well, I mean, I got a lot of problems. I, I mean, I could choose. I mean, do I have to choose one? Let's just start with one. John, actually, well, you know, all kidding aside, I actually do have a problem. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm not quite sure how to deal with it. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a tricky, one of these tricky social situations. Well, that, that's what I'm here for. Okay, well, actually, good. All right. So I have, I have, well, I have this friend. I mean, he's more like an acquaintance, actually, but uh, but he considers himself a friend, and I, you know, I, I, I find it hard to actually have a conversation with him where I tell him what I actually think about him. That could be difficult sometimes. Yeah, yeah it can. And uh, anyway, this friend, he, he thinks he's, he thinks he's all that. 
So, you know, he, he's on the radio all the time, or, or he thinks he is anyway, because I've never actually heard him. Okay, Josh. But uh, he's got a big fat head. Okay, Josh. I'm... I mean, should I lance it like a boil? Josh, I'm putting down the phone, okay? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I was actually calling for a specific reason. I need, uh, I need you to tell me where you keep uh, your brownie pan. What do you? What, what, why do you need to know where I keep my brownie pan? What do you mean? Why? Why do you think? I'm in your apartment, and I need to make the. You know, I'm trying to make some brownies. What do you, Josh? How did you get into my apartment? You gave me a key, like for when I'm out of town or in an emergency or something. I don't expect you to be in my apartment. You're not even at home. You don't need your apartment right now. Like it's just laying fallow. Do Do you go into my apartment when I'm not home? Is this Is this something that you, do you do with what, regularity? What, is this Inquisition? I mean, what, what kind of, like, what have I done to deserve this? It's just giving me the creeps. I don't like the idea of you calling me from my own... Well, I don't like the idea of you withholding brownie pans from me when you know I'm just trying to get some okay, baking okay, done. Okay, 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 all right. It's in the pantry underneath the sink. All right, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Underneath the sink. Where is it? Hello? Hello? It's, it's the, if you just look for it, you'll find it. Stupid. I'm throwing, the, I'm throwing this stuff out. You don't need this. What are you throwing out? What was the last time you made your own yogurt? I don't think that's happened in some time. Jo Josh. Nah, actually, here it is. Here it is. I got it. Okay, you have what you need. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you go now, Josh. I got the chocolate. I got the cocoa. I got the chocolate chips. I'm allergic to nuts. I'm not putting any nuts in there. Josh, does the, does the fact that I'm on the radio right now, does that mean it? Does that have any register for you? Yes, you're on the radio. You're you're very important, John. Very Josh, important. I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm important, but I'm I'm on the radio. Solving right now. people's I'm, problems. Yes. You're ministering to the masses, as it were, with your wisdom. You know, Josh. I mean, I, I think the sad truth of this whole evening is that you're probably the first and only person that I've truly helped. And you know, granted, I mean, it's only with a brownie pan, but and a very dirty, a very dirty brownie pan at that. By the way, this stuff scraped to the stuck to the bottom here. I'm gonna have to scrape this with some sort of a scouring oh, pad. Okay, we could talk about that later. Don't you don't you have any respect for your things? This I, is outrageous. Okay. I'm gonna have to work on this for half an hour before I even get to baking. Okay, all, all right. I almost broke a fingernail trying to scrape this off. No, no brownies for you. No brownies for you. I... You give me dirty pan. On Wiretap today, you heard Meryl Swiatek, Mary-Claude Pallet, Tony Asimakopoulos, and Joshua Carpati. Wiretap is written and performed by Jonathan Goldstein and produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Sarah Gilbert and Carolyn Warren. Production help from Mira Vertwintonic.